Welcome back to another episode of Broken Record Ministries. I'm Ronnie. Schmike's back. Good evening. Silent Ron's back. Hello. He might be silent, but his phone is not. <laughs> it is now. Thank you. <laughs> now, why you got me calling me out like that? I guarantee you that didn't record. <laughs> <laughs> Microwave coffee Mike is back. No, he's not. <laughs> he is not in the house. <laughs> Properly brewed. Did you say coffee. Maxwell House? Not <laughs> I did not. Hello, everybody. Brother Bob's back. How's it going? And the powerful, sultry sound of Micah's back. How's it going? And last but not least, the silent but deadly ninja of Stephanie is here. Hello. <laughs> I've never killed anybody. Yeah. Allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> Not physically. That's where the silent like part comes in. asterisk right next to that comment, okay? Just, hey. That yeah. anybody's found out. I mean, let's, let's be honest. You hide it well. Yeah. <laughs> Mike, will you read our Bible? Absolutely. Verse, we have Psalm 17. I'll be reading from the ESV. Hear a just cause, O Lord. Attend to my cry. Give ear to my prayer from the lips free of deceit. From your presence, let my vindication come. Let your eyes behold the right. You have tried my heart. You have visited me by night. You have tested me, and you will find nothing. I have proposed by my, that my mouth will not transgress. With regard to the works of man, by the words of your lips, I have avoided the ways of the violent. My steps have held fast to your paths. My feet have not slipped. I call upon you, for you will answer me, O God. Incline your ear to me, hear my words. Wondrously show your steadfast love, O Savior, of those who seek refuge from their adversaries at your right hand. Keep me as the apple of your eye, hide me from the shadow of your wings, from the wicked who do me violence, my deadly enemies who surround me. They close their hearts to pity, with their mouths they speak arrogantly. They have now surrounded our steps. They set their eyes to cast us to the ground. He is like a lion eager to tear, as a young lion lurking in ambush. Arise, O Lord. Confront him. Subdue him. Deliver my soul from your wicked by your sword. From men by your hand, O Lord. From men of the world whose portion is in his life. You fill their womb with treasure. They are satisfied with children. They leave their abundance to their infants. As for me, I shall behold your face in righteousness. When I awake, I shall be satisfied with your likeness. Thank you. Great. On the next episode of <laughs> your Bible reading. Correct. <laughs> now, I thought that that chapter, I, I couldn't pick a verse because I think it, all captures what we're going to talk about tonight. And what we're going to talk about this episode is struggling for approval. In more ways than one, I'm sure we all have those things that we struggle with that we try to get approval either from someone, from something, What? You're deadpan looking at me. I know you have a joke, speaking of approval. I, I, I'm not looking for approval. I'm looking for lightheartedness. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I do have a joke, and I will not take any strife from Stephanie tonight because I came with it in front of me this time. <laughs> <laughs> took you long to find it, though. Well, just yeah, because... Yeah, I did. I forgot where it was, hey, all right? Hey, I just want to say, just because you have it in front of you doesn't mean that she's not... Going to be strifeful about it. I know. I know. <laughs> Not only that, you're sitting right next to her. Why do you poke the bear? <laughs> yeah. Mm-mm. I like to poke the bear. I always have. Okay. So let me add, I haven't killed anybody yet. Yeah. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> yeah. It's a real quick little one liner. What do you call a happy cowboy? Exactly. Jolly Ranch. Thanks for the thunder to steal over there, Mike. <laughs> well, it was quiet. It was quiet. Until he next wasn't, time. Yeah. He, was, he wasn't in the... I didn't have a mic in front of him, so it was a quiet steal. 
Well, I knew it wasn't going to be Super Bowl champs. Easy. Oh. Listen, listen, Mr. Non-Committal, oh. you don't even Look have a team. Look where that came from. That singer came way across Jeez. the table. Man. Mr. I'm just waiting for baseball. Oh, I do have oh. one more. <laughs> I got one more I remembered. 24 more days. Right now. <laughs> what do you call a retired cowboy? No, this isn't about football. What do you call a retired cowboy? Deranged. <laughs> yes, you are deranged. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I know Rose enjoys those little type of jokes. She does. They're for she her. Does. Yeah, there she you go, does. Rose. I get a text every yeah. morning that I'm supposed to preach somewhere. Like clockwork, she'll like send clockwork. me a text. Yeah, we was, we was walking in church yesterday, or yeah, yesterday, and she goes, "Oh, I didn't send Ronnie a joke." <laughs> so here she is on her phone, walking yeah. and texting. In the kids' church, huh? In the kids' church. Yeah, I had to drop her off. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll just no, say I... goodbye to Bob now. Uh, and uh, it's been great. Not telling you. All right, who wants to go first? Back on to get us roped back on the range. Well, that was a good. That was really good. Bringing it back in. <laughs> so, in other words, we're going to get rearranged. <laughs> yes. Gosh. <laughs> we'll be here all week. Yes, we will. Anybody? Any takers? Well, I've thought about it. I think people in general have a desire. To have the approval of those around them, whether it's through their good deeds, their kind words, their actions. I think people deep down want that approval of others. But what occurred to me while I was thinking about this question was, where does that desire come from? Why do we want, why do we want people to... Give us approval? Yeah, uh, that attaboy. Why do we need that? And I didn't come up with an answer. Pride. <laughs> okay, there's the answer. Uh, <laughs> but So is that what you struggle with? I like an attaboy, yeah. I, I'll be honest. Um, I don't do everything I do. I don't do it for approval, though. No, a lot of things I do in silence and nobody even knows. That's the way it should be. But... Yeah, I like approval. All right, Smirky Ron's got something to say. No, I don't. I, I can see it over there. <laughs> Evidently, the boy's got a guilty conscience. He looks at me. Well, and he's, he's, he's like, like a professor over there. And then he's like, uh, what's he thinking? Oh, man. No, oh, I can care less. There it was. He was looking for approval. <laughs> oh, no, Ron's yes, looking for approval. You see him with the glasses? Yes, he was. the end of his glasses. Like, well, I was just oh, curious because okay, you okay. said most people. Yeah, I, I think, I think but, it's inherent to most people, yes. I understand that, but I was asking you specifically, though. And I said, yes, I like an attaboy from time to time. So is that what do you think that your biggest approval is? An attaboy? Yeah. No. Is that what you struggle with uh, for approval the most? Is no, I struggle the most, I, I guess, for approval from my wife. I'll be honest. I mean, that's probably where I struggle the most. And I'd like my children to think that I'm still, still somewhat worthwhile to them. Mm -hmm. And they're young adults. They don't really need me much. So I would say those two areas are where I struggle a lot. Okay. And I still have all my hair, so I don't struggle for approval there. Wow. Keep it up. You ain't going to have all your teeth. Right, Stephanie? I can see her tuning that foot. I still have all my hair. Plus, plus. <laughs> Mike, what about you? The other Mike? No, I think I, Hairless Mike. I, I agree with him. Um, I think that inherently we we always search for that approval. Uh, and I do. I agree. It's pride. I think sometimes it's becomes inherent in us when you're searching for the approval through most of your life. You know, you, sometimes you just I know that's where mine stem from is looking for it that from the ones I didn't have that I should have kind of thing. Um, and, but sometimes it gets you in a really, really bad place. I mean, because I spent three quarters of my life, you know, to trying to just be the people pleaser and the fixer and the doing anything and everything, despite what God was showing me I should have done. 
I mean, quite honestly, because I, I, I can look back now and see all of the times to where he was trying to veer me one way and I went the other way in defiance because I, I went and trying to please somebody else and, um, you know, follow that path instead. So obviously it's a very slippery slope, but, and it, it just, it can be detrimental to you sometimes. Mm-hmm. And it has been most of my life. Um, you know, you get to a point where hopefully, and this is the point I believe that I've gotten to is just surrendering it over to God and truly being able to be like, okay, I don't care about the approval. I just want to do what God's wanting me to do and getting to that point of, um, where hopefully it's, you're really truly not worried about the things of the world anymore. And it's just about where you're going and the work he wants you to do. So. Ron. I don't really know what to say about the topic. You know, before I'm still young in my faith, probably going on three years beforehand. Yeah. I like to be recognized for doing something or probably, but in the last two and a half years, almost three, I get enjoyment out of just giving. Now, I don't really, if they say thank you, it's fine. If they know. But I just, when somebody's in need, I just, and I can do something, it gives me pleasure and joy just to do it. And I don't really need them to know. Like, I had Bob do something here not too long ago, a couple days ago, and I took care of it. She don't have a clue. And that's fine. That's the way it needs to be. She asked me, and I said, no, it sounds like you got a blessing from God. You ought to run with it and go. You know, I just... I don't, like I said, in the last three years, I just get more enjoyment out of giving. Of course, I always gave beforehand, too. But, I mean, now it's, then, though, I'd give and I'd want something in return. Right. You know, I give you my help. I want your help later. But, you know, and I got one I still struggle with on that, and I'm working on it. But for the most part, I, I just... I just like to help. If you need help, I'm there. You know, I've been to Bob's shop several times. When well, you know, we know he needs help. Well, kind of help I need. He ain't qualified. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I just if they're behind or something, I'm like, you want help? I'll just help. I don't ask for nothing. It it just gives me enjoyment. I mean, I enjoy it. Next time you come in, and you help, Rose needs to pay you with a joke. <laughs> no, no, she doesn't mind. <laughs> but yeah, I've been sitting here trying to think. I mean, I just, I don't really care if I get the attaboy. I, I just don't. So you didn't have anything before? Well, like I said, before, you know, if I did something, I was always doing it so I could get something in return. It was never really giving me that attaboy. It was tit-for-tat kind of thing. I'll help you do this, you help me do that. Trading services kind of deal, you know? But now, like I said, I got one person I'm working on because it it drives me nuts sometimes, but I'm working on it. I just got to work on myself. I got to overlook it and go on because he's the only one. And uh, so, but now it's like, you know, I have people offer me help. Bob's offered me help, little Bob, you all. And it's like, y'all like, well, give me a call if you need help. Do I call you? No. Mm-mm. No. So that's why I mean. Yeah, you, know, you do. You tell us when. But if you call when me. When it's over. Yeah, but, yeah, but, but, but it's if you off. call me, like yeah. your house, yeah. I go. Yeah. But I don't expect nothing out of it. You know what I mean? I just, I'm going to help a friend. I'm going to help somebody who needs it. So what do you think? And that, that gives me enjoyment. What do you think the change is? God. That's, the what, love, I'm, that's what I'm getting at. The love. I'm just, you know, making sure you can give, identify I'm it. I'm trying to show, <laughs> I, I feel like if I do this, it's showing his love through me. And hopefully if I'm showing his love to somebody, that he can just bestow more love onto me, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. That may sound selfish, but I just... That's just where I'm at on it. I mean, 
I don't, I don't, I wasn't looking for a specific answer. I don't think there's a wrong answer. It's whatever's in your heart. Again, I just, I, for me, I wanted to make sure you can see the difference in it being God, you know, uh, honestly. Yeah. It's, it's like, like I said, before I used to do it and don't get me wrong, it felt good to do it, but yet there was, there was an agenda for it. Mm-hmm. I had, you know, I'm doing this that way down the road. If I need this and I call, you better be there. Mm-hmm. Or you won't get my help again. You know what I mean? Right. right. Now, it just doesn't matter. I go help if they. You know, my me and my wife used to get in a fight all the time because my wife told me I could never say no. She goes, "Why do you keep putting yourself in that spot when you know they're not going to come back and help you? And then they do you wrong, and you still go help." I was like, "Well, sorry, Karen. That's just the way I'm made. I mean, just because they're doing it doesn't mean I have to." Right. And, you know, it used to cause a little tension there, but not no more. She understands. She's in the same boat now? Yeah, she understands now. So she she sees. Before, she was like, every time you need help, you can't get it. But when they call you, you go running. It's like, well, you know, and now I just, I go help, and I don't ask for the help. Stephanie? I don't know about this one. I feel like that's not really something like that I would use to define me, is seeking approval from others. Um, Even younger, you or now? No, I was usually, like, I didn't care what others thought. Um, My biggest struggle... I think that I've had is when I do something and somebody else gets credit for what I did. And it's not really that it's, I didn't get the recognition. It's that somebody else got recognition for my hard work. Um, But that's, it's not really something that I struggled with. Um, Sometimes I feel like I am the complete opposite of that, of I don't want your approval. Yeah, right. And I'm going to put up my wall and make sure that you we're not on talking terms. Like, that's me. <laughs> Especially before being come, or becoming serious in my faith is, I don't want to talk to you, and I'm going to make sure you don't want to talk to me. So I don't need your approval. I can relate to that. <laughs> A lot, actually. <clears throat> because I don't... Like, for me, I... That's how I was before. Mm-hmm. Like, I said... The things and I, I did what I did, and like if you liked me, awesome. If you didn't like me, I was gonna make sure you didn't like me, and so I'm that was awesome too. You know, like, and <clears throat> I still have that a little bit. I think now more so than I did, not the negative part of it, right? right? But like now it's like I'm gonna do my thing, and if nobody likes it, that's fine. Mm-hmm. I like to talk the game, but sometimes I stumble a little bit, in it and I'm like, what, nobody says anything about it? <laughs> but not as much so as I did before, right? Like, not to the degree. You like to feed the fire. Yeah. I've always liked to feed the fire. Yeah. Or stir the pot. However you want to call it, Mike. <laughs> Whichever. But I think that that was my thing. Like... And that's why I took Facebook off of here. It's not that it was creeping back in. It this was is, just like... This is an audio podcast, yeah, he, not he's, a video. So he pointed you, at his phone, guys. About? Okay. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so I took... Because then I had to be deliberate about logging in at a computer to do the things, to look at things. And... Yeah. yeah. There for a while, it was bad. Like, I only got so many likes. Really? Like, this is awesome. Even if it was a God post or something. I was like, I just posted a stupid meme like three years ago and got 100 likes. And mm-hmm. now I posted something about Jesus and got two. Yeah, it's funny you bring that up, Ronnie. When I first started posting scripture every day. It's my way of planting seeds. Um, I was looking for those likes. And now I, don't, I could care less. Yeah. Mike gave me some good advice. 
you know, because a lot of folks are haters out there, and that's that's their thing. That's that's on them. Yeah, that's and, all they want to do is argue, right? Whether they believe it or not, exactly. Like, and uh, I just don't interact with them. I just don't. I won't do it because they're not. If they're not reasonable, they're not gonna. They're not gonna. Right. All you're gonna do is feed their fire to yeah. prove them wrong. Stir the pot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then they're, they're gonna steal your joy. Exactly. So I get real joy out of it now. If, if if I happen to post one that goes, you know, 50 likes, I'm like, wow, cool. If I post one that goes one or none, wow, cool. I, I really don't care. I don't even check that no more. I used to. Yeah. You know, when I post something, see how many hearts or how many thumbs up. Now when I post my biblical stuff or whatever it is, I, I just, I don't even look at it. Yeah. Unless somebody responds, of course. Because it tells me somebody responds, so I look at the comment. But well, yeah. and the thing was like, this the podcast almost was over before it even really got before he used it to get started. Mm-hmm. Because I was looking at numbers, like download numbers, and the whole thing, and like I was just like, nope. Like I used to talk about how much I hated or loved the Batman movie, and got so many downloads, and we're actually talking about life changing things and. Not getting downloads, and then stuff happened at the first conference, and I was like, "Okay, yeah, I don't need to worry about that anymore because it doesn't matter." Micah, <laughs> Micah's in it for the likes. Look at his green shirt right. he's wearing. <laughs> I mean, I think before I used to be like that as well. I used to want the likes and want the appreciation and want the attaboys. And then the more I grew in faith, I realized that, that what it's about. And I think sometimes when we look for those approvals, we're taking our eyes off of Christ and onto the situation. Mm-hmm. Because we're looking around us for people to give us that approval. And, and really, culture kind of defines that. I mean, we were talking about sports earlier. I mean, in football, you have quarterback ratings and receiver ratings. In baseball, you're looking forward to baseball. You know, you have batting averages and ERAs, and, and all those things are, are identified by, by the person. Well, what's their ERA or what's their yeah. batting average? You know, how, well, how many home runs did they hit? And, and all those things. And so our culture kind of defines that. And so we kind of look at that as a measure, you know, how popular I am or how many people are looking at us. And really, they need to be seeing Christ through us. I was thinking about this, and it was very similar to the verse we looked at last episode where it said, and I'm not going to quote it exactly, but it says that if we're trying to work the works of men, then we're not fulfilling what Christ wants. And, and I think that's where the devil distracts us. He gets us looking for those approval ratings. And so then we do one of two things. We either strive for the approval ratings and try to get those approval ratings and try to do that, and then when we don't, we go into a discouraged mode or depression, or we do, and I'm similar to you and Stephanie, I build that wall. You know, I, I like, I don't care. I, I don't care what anybody thinks. I don't care if they like my sermon or not. I'm going to preach it whether they like it or not, and who cares? You know, I don't even care if you put it online, you know, that type of thing, because we, we've built that wall and that, that, that kind of, and nobody's going to get through that wall mm-hmm. unless... I let you, which I will not, you know, because that's because that's where we are, you know. And so and so I think, you know, I, but I thought of Colossians 3.23 and it said, um, whatsoever you do, do your work heartily as to the Lord rather than for men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the reward of the inheritance, for it is Christ whom you serve. I think that's what we really need to zone in on when we look for the approval. What Whose approval are we really looking for? Christ, we're looking for him to say, well done, good and faithful servant. And, and that's really what, what, our, what our goal is in life. And, and the devil distracts us with the things of, of the earth, those approval ratings, but it's really about looking, looking to him. Bob? Yes? I saved the best for last. You probably did not. <laughs> I'll say that. It better be good. <laughs> okay, I saved the oldest for last. That's mm. even better. You probably did not. Because <laughs> there's another one older than me. He's all, he's all wrinkly and shriveled up. That's <laughs> because he microwaved. Sure. No, too short. I don't even like that thing. Oh. Honestly? I never approve. I, I never struggle for approval. 
I really didn't care if anybody liked me. I really didn't care what people said. For one thing, uh, I used people's approval to get things I needed. Mm-hmm. I, fl- I flipped the script on them. You know, if I tried to make them happy just so I could get something out of them. Yep. That's what I'd done before I was saved. You know, I, I didn't care. I really didn't care if uh, they liked me or not, as long as I got what I needed from them. Right. Yeah. That's all. I, that's all I was out for. I was just out for me, out for myself. I didn't. Don't get me wrong. That's that's definitely a pride issue. But that was instilled in me from my childhood, from the things that happened to me right off the get go. Yep. And it worked. And it definitely worked because. Satan had me, he had me pretty strong and stout as far as where I was at with my heart and where I was at with, uh, I, and I guess I'm kind of, don't get me wrong, I mean, God has saved me, and the only approval now that I want is his. I still don't care if I get a man's approval. It does not matter to me what people think, how they think it. I'm like, Micah, if, I, if, if God laid a sermon on my heart, that's what I'm going to preach. Yeah. Whether it hurts them or not, you know what truth hurts. It don't matter, you know. And honestly, all I can say is, if if you're if you're being convicted by it, it ain't my words that's doing it anyway. <laughs> right. Yeah. Holy Spirit's landing on you, and He's stepping on your feet. Mm-hmm. You better be talking. You better be looking at your own heart. Right. But I used to, like I said, I used to I used to use the approval thing to get what I needed in life. I would smooth people, you know. I would uh, I would finesse them. I would use their approval ratings. Whoops! Ah, look at that. Empty. Gotcha. I would use I would use their approval ratings to ma- to manipulate yeah. what I needed. Yeah. You know, I got what I wanted mm-hmm. until God opened my eyes. You know, when I stood and told when I stood and told the preacher that I didn't need him or God, I did. I just didn't know it. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought Bob could do anything on himself that he needed to do for himself. My, you know, my thing is, is I used to, I used to say, and I still say it today, and I probably shouldn't, that uh, I've lived 57 years without you. I can go another 57. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's just, that's just my attitude about how yeah. people's approval is. I don't care about the approval. It does not matter. You know, I don't. I don't need it. I don't want it. But aren't you don't. 58, Bob? Nope, not yet. Going. <laughs> Easy, Mike. I know you're 65. So yeah, no, wait, 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 wait a minute. AARP. But, you know, um, don't, don't, don't hate it till you try it, brother. <laughs> Medicaid. <laughs> don't hate it till you try it. But you know, I just uh, now. Instead of trying to manipulate people, I do, but I try to do it for God. And it's not really a manipulation. I, I try to bring them to the understanding that they need him just as much as I thought. I, didn't, I thought I didn't need him, but I did need him. And I still need him more and more today because he shows me every day that I need him more and more all the time. Yeah. You know, that's the thing. We don't need man's approval. Absolutely do not need man's approval. The only approval we need is from our Savior. That's the only approval we need in life. And if you're pleasing him. Hopefully. No, not hopefully. If you're pleasing him, (laughs) concrete pleasing him, there's no hopeful there because if you're just, if you're saying hopefully, that means you're, that means you're not, uh, you're not sure you're pleasing him. And if that means you're not sure you're pleasing him, you better step back and check your heart. Because mm-hmm. there's got to be something there that's uh, that's making you not concreted into him and knowing that you are pleasing him. Don't get me wrong. I know there's things that I'm not pleasing him with. We do fall short. He mm-hmm. says that. He tells us that we fall short of the glory. But that's exactly why Christ hung on the cross for our sins, because he knew that we was going to fall short. Man could not keep a covenant with God in the Old Testament Throughout the Old Testament, God would make a covenant with man. Well, what would happen? They'd break it every mm-hmm. time. So God looked at his son like, hey, son, guess what? You're going to earth. I want you to go down there. I want to make a covenant with myself 
so them idiots can live in heaven. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm talking about me because yep. I was one of them idiots. Yep. You know, so Jesus come to the earth so he could make a covenant with his father so he could, so he could bridge that gap that no man could bridge. He's the only one that could bridge the gap between us and God. And he's the only, and he's the only bridge that we can cross. And he's a narrow bridge. That's exactly why he says go through the narrow gate, because the wide gate, that's, that's the path to destruction. You know, and, and I think about that all the time now. I'm like, am I walking through that narrow gate? Am I walking that narrow path? Or am I still on that wide path to destruction? Like I say, I'm looking for approval from God now. I never look for approval of a man. For one thing, most of the time, man's approval of you is not good anyway. Yeah, yeah. correct. It's always, there's always something, there's always, they're like, oh, boy, but, yeah. but, yeah. always know, circumstantial. Always, mm-hmm. always. Or it's approval in the things that are not godly. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yeah, they, they'll give you approval in that godly stuff. That's why you all say, well, when I post stuff on Facebook and I don't get very many likes, but you post something stupid on Facebook, man, you get tons of them. Mm-hmm. For the simple fact is, it's not godly. People don't want to, it's sad to say, but people don't want God in their face. That's sad yep. because that's the only thing they need in their face. I was that guy. I thought I didn't need God in my face, but I do. But I did. The, if they have the God in their face, then it it eats them up to do what they want to do. Sometimes. Yeah. But I, that's what I'm saying. I mean, because if he's not there, they're like, I ain't answering to nobody except mm-hmm. for myself. I'm yep. good. But if God is in their face, it happens to me all the time when I decide I want if I want to do something. I'm like, you know, it's like I tell kids at school. If it feels wrong, most likely it is wrong. Correct. So stop yourself mm-hmm. and check what you're doing. Yeah. Correct. You know? I always tell people, if you're being drawn to it, that's God. If you're being shoved and pushed, that's not God. Yeah. Because God does not shove. He does not push. He draws. He draws you in. He doesn't push you in or he doesn't slam you down or right. kick you around. But... So on God's bridge, is that road upside down? <laughs> no. It's wow. cut right. Actually, it's made out of bricks of gold. Uh, mm-hmm. It's so a it, rainbow. No, it ain't rainbow. <laughs> just kidding. It ain't rainbow. Sorry, bro. I was just thinking of Thor. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Off topic. <laughs> but that's where I'm at. I mean, I did, like I said, I, just, I didn't need approval of man. Still don't need it. Still don't want it. I don't care about it. I don't care what people think about me. When I care, thinks the only opinion I need is God's. Period. And I think part of it too is the path that God almost has us on. Like we're all hopefully on that straight and narrow, but I think some of us are called to be like more of the people who love well the people that represent God's love. And I think those might be the people that are more prone to um, falling into the needing approval, falling into wanting the likes. And then you have those that God very heavily presses to say, you're going to be the convictor. And yeah. you don't really mm-hmm. care about the likes. Everybody's a part of the body, right? right. Yes. Mm-hmm. So not everybody can be an eye. Right, and so we're all going to struggle with different things. Or some of us are going to struggle with one thing; the other one might be like, "Why? Do, why is that a struggle for you?" Right. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Mike, are you still warming it up over there? You got anything to add? I think so. Yeah, I was sitting there thinking that uh, <clears throat> perhaps. People look for, you know, affirmation from man or, or woman, whomever it may be that you're looking to for, uh, because it's instant. Instant gratification. Yes. And affirmation from God, other than the day you die, you get to look upon his amazing face. You have to wait for it. 
I mean, he, yes, you get... It's the long game. It's the long game. Yeah. And people aren't set up for the long game. I mean, that's why there's so many get-rich schemes. Mm-hmm. Get-rich-quick. I mean, real wealth isn't built <clears throat> overnight. It takes years and decades. I think it's how we view our faith sometimes. I'm putting all this into it. I need to have it. I need to have it now. Look what I'm doing. This is all for God. No, it's maybe maybe you think it is, but it's probably some of it's for you as well. And that's that's really hard to to admit. You know, it, it's hard, but I think we're called to admit it. You know, Bob says he doesn't need anybody's approval. Mike said it. Yeah, well, a lot, several, several, several of you have. But we are called upon to right each other's ship when it's wrong, call each other out, to be those guardrails in life. Mm-hmm. While that may not be the approval you're looking for, it is a type of an approval. No, that's a correction. Correction, thank you. It's a type of a correction that can lead to an approval. Um, mm-hmm. I kind of disagree. In God's eye, that's why I I, I finished what I was saying. The correction is so that you are behaving godly and doing what God wants you to do. Therefore, the the the, uh, uh, affirmation will come from God because you are behaving properly. So, I guess I kind of see what you're saying there. Yeah, I'm kind of going around, kind of deep. Yeah, you're you're taking the exit. Yeah. No, no. He's taking. He's taking, the, he's taking the long highway. Around. <laughs> the roundabout. The roundabout. The roundabout. <laughs> There's big bend again. Anyway. Um, yeah. That's what I think. Him and Noah. Or not Noah but Jonah. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you and Jonah are taking the long way. Yeah. I've been in the whale. I think many times. I find myself there quite often. You and me both. Other Mike. Tag team. Eminem show. Yeah. Oh, the Eminem show. Well, I just, something Bob said really stuck in my head. And uh, I think that's a good constant reminder is that we need to remember that we need God as much as we thought we didn't need God before. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, like Bob, he does, he talks about that and he says, I didn't, you know, had him, went this long without him, you know, but now you kind of pray you, you have that long to be with him correct you know because you're like you got a lot of stuff to make up for yeah you know what i mean and i think we look at approval differently now as opposed to how we looked at it before too Mm -hmm. like i know with me like most recently i was supposed to do a sermon and i had no reason why i was supposed to do it the way it got put on my heart to do it for the congregation that was going to hear it. And like for those couple weeks, I'm like, I don't, I don't want to do it. Like I'm going to do it because you put it on my heart to, but I don't know why. And like the first time due to weather that that church got canceled, it was almost like a sigh of relief because then I'm just like, okay, maybe, you know, like maybe you can give me a different route to take now. Like, maybe I can get out of that. One. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it, in an approval type way, like once you see it come to fruition or see the reason why, then it's like, oh, yep, I'm dumb. I, I should have just did it and had no questions about it. And well, yeah, because that hit on you for like a few reasons. Like, yeah. it, like it, it, you it hit got, on all fronts. Yeah, and right? you had to kind of remember to take yourself completely out of it. Yeah, you know, because sometimes he gives you a word that's not for you, but yeah, for somebody specific and things. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like take self out of the equation, right? And sometimes it's not about you at all. And mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll go into final thoughts. We'll pull Nito off the record. Who wants to go first? How about we'll do it this way? How about we'll pick ladies first? Well, I like that, Ronnie. Oh, is Mike going first? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd like that, Ronnie. Right? Yeah. I guess I was wrong. I like oldest to youngest. Oh. I don't, I don't like that one either. <laughs> Hit it, maestro. <laughs> 
Okay, I, I, I'll step up. Mm. We kind of have to if we're going the oldest to the youngest. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Correct. Okay. And then Ron will be next. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> My final thought. <clears throat> well, I think you need to strive as much as you possibly can through prayer to only look for those attaboys and job well done with my faithful servant from God. <clears throat> That's my final thought. The truth of that is easier said than done. But what I've been trying to focus on here lately is thoughtful prayer and let it go. You got to let it go. You're not, not everyone's going to dig what you're doing. And who cares? Most people don't care for what I do or think or about what I think or say. That used to bother me because I was, you know, a type of person that gave a lot of speeches back in the day. So I was always looking for, oh, that was a great speech, you know, here, you know, whatever. But now I just say what I hope is the truth, and I move forward. That's all I can do. So I don't get hung up on whether you like my silly jokes. I don't mind being the butt of the joke. It's okay with me. I have big shoulders. I can take it. I like to see people smile. And if I, if I have to reduce myself to being goofy to someone to smile, make their day, I'm your man. So that's my final thought. Not much of one, but that's it. Yeah, Brian. I don't think I am. <laughs> no. I don't think you're next to I am. All right. Since I'm the youngest here, I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go with that. At heart. At heart. That's right. At heart. work until we get the video part. <laughs> you think? No. <laughs> Most of you boys got way more gray hair than I got. You just shave yours off. That's correct. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I found this, and I'm just going to read it. It says, We need to realize that we can live our lives in a way that pleases God or displeases God. So by all means, let's be motivated by seeking approval, but not the approval of men or the approval of our culture, but the approval of God. After all, he's the righteous judge. Mm. Dang, am I next now? You are next now. Dang, I'm third? Actually, no, I believe Micah's older than Thank you. Micah, how old are you? I'm 50. 50. Okay, you got me by a year, buddy. All right. <laughs> I guess I'm next then. <clears throat> I'm going to kind of cheat and say my final thought's going to be very similar to last episode's. And it boils down to Matthew 6.33. Seek first the kingdom of God. I think we, we do live in a culture that, like we talked about, that promotes... Okay, success is identified by how much money you make or what kind of car you drive, what kind of house you live in, the clothes you wear, you know, the ERAs, the, mm -hmm. the batting averages and those type of things. And so we really develop our strengths by those things. But if we're seeking first the kingdom of God, it says, and all these things will be added unto you. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. And so it doesn't mean that we're going to be popular. It doesn't mean that we're going to automatically be the most popular people in the world or that we're going to get those attaboys, but it means that I'm looking to him. I'm, I'm searching for what his will is, and I'm seeking him first and him only. And when I do that, then I'll be successful, no matter what the world says, no matter what the, I mean, numbers say. Right. I'll be successful because God wants us to be faithful. It's, it's counted of a steward that a man be found faithful. And I'll have to look up the reference, or you can Google that, because I don't remember that off the top of my head, but it's this faithfulness that he's looking for, you know, us being faithful to him, because he's faithful to us, no doubt. He's always faithful. So for us to be faithful in, in our service for him. You know, something occurred to me while you were talking. This whole country is ruled by people who adhere to poll numbers. Yeah. What's popular? Yep. And they want, they want to do what's popular because they want the attaboy because they want to stay in power. Yep. To do what's unpopular but correct is not the way of the world. Uh, this came to me out of, in a little squirrel cage going around and around. So I thought I'd spit that out there. <laughs> <laughs>
little hamster got tired <laughs> and it just kind of dropped off the top. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Must have been an upside down road. <laughs> it was. This stopped upside down. I was a little motorbike. <laughs> Ron, you are next. Yeah, well, I don't really know what to say about the final thought. Uh, I mean, I really don't. I, like I said, I tell the kids at school all the time, if it feels wrong, it is wrong. But I, I, I just really, I don't have anything except for the fact showing, showing his love. That's, I mean, it's what my life is based on or based around a lot right now. You know, because of his love that he gives me and that walk that he made for me. Whenever I feel like I'm in a bind, that's what I think of. You know, if I feel like it's poor Ron, you know, I think of his walk and all them slaps and all that. I mean, the brutality of it all. And that's what keeps me going. So, but that's probably off topic. But like I said, I don't really have a... Hey, that's your final thought. So. Yep. Bald Mike. I'm going to... Uh change a quote from the great American theologian Gorilla Monsoon. It's a wrestling term. And he and I'm gonna put it this way. The uh pat on the back from the devil is about sixteen inches from the kick in the butt God's gonna give you if that's what you're looking for. Right. Well I like that. I guess that means I'm that. <laughs> I think. <laughs> yeah, you old Hey, I made it down the list. <laughs> I didn't know I was third. <laughs> it's a real shocker sometimes, isn't it? Oh, wait, I'm fourth. I'm fourth. fourth. Yeah, fourth. see, that's better. <laughs> yeah, I feel a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> but you're not the last two. <laughs> Just by you. Yeah. Um... I think for me, if you you got to get into some kind of community, because no matter what microwave coffee, Mike, like no you microwave. said, like you said, like we're not meant to be by ourselves. Because I know when Ronnie's by himself, like, any worst-case scenario goes through my mind. So, surround yourself with your community. Do the extra church activities. Do the extra servings. Um, I was sent this meme, and I think I put it on our Facebook page, but... Watching church on the live streams like watching a fireplace on a screen. You see it, but you don't feel the warmth. Just go to church. And, like, it hit me really hard. Like, because as Ron brought up, like, you can see a rainbow or a beautiful Grand Canyon skyline on a movie. But you actually, like go there and see it in person or experience it in person like it's a whole different ball game totally different view or since we were talking about sports like you go to a baseball game or you can watch it on TV but like going to that in person is a whole different experience than watching it on the lazy boy well it's like that hockey yeah, like hockey. I don't understand hockey. But yet, they say if you go to the game. Yeah, you'll be addicted, you buddy. You'll be addicted. <laughs> you'll be addicted. And they yeah. try to put it in the net. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it's totally different in live. It's Especially if you buy the glass and so it gets oh, checked yeah. into the glass. It's, yeah. it's, From my understanding, people say the only thing you don't see on TV are the fights. So, you know. know. <laughs> Back in the day, KPLR, Channel 11, man, when the Blues would fight, it was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So one of these days I'll go. Yeah. 
I thought Ronnie was setting that up for us, but I guess he never did. Oh, wait, we're still recording. Sorry. I wasn't setting anything up. Yeah. <laughs> it was your idea. I just said I would like to go. <laughs> That's not saying that. We're going to have to cut this part out. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ronnie edits now. Everything stays in. <laughs> no. And the baby of the group. <laughs> Maybe the most dangerous of the group. Yeah. <laughs> Certainly on a lot of fronts. Mm. Um, so I kind of think of the opposite of it, like all the great things when you don't focus on the appraise or the praise and the um, glory from man. But I, my, for my final thought, I think of what happens when you do, when you are going after the likes or the hats on the backs or, yeah. And my mind goes to Aaron with the golden calf. Mm. And, you know, they were waiting on Moses and he wasn't coming. And the people came to Aaron and said, hey, he's taking too long. Mm. Let's do this thing, but we're going to do this pagan thing in God's name. And it's going to be okay. And Aaron says, okay, bring me your stuff. And while we don't know he did it for the pats on the back, he didn't stand up and say, no, that's not okay. And so he complied to what they were saying. And ultimately, we get one of the harshest punishments that, you know, past the flood that we have. Of They had to melt it down and drink it, and many of them died as a result of it. And I think there's a lesson in that of don't do pagan things in God's way, in God's name. He's not going to accept it. And sometimes getting those pats on the back, you're doing things that you shouldn't, but possibly in God's name. And so you have to be mindful of that. Bob, will yes. you take the microphone and pray us out? Correct. <laughs> Most gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you for this evening. Father, I just, uh, I just thank you, Father, for uh, allowing us to have this podcast, Father, just allowing us to put that real-life stuff out there. Father, we know that the approval of you is all we need. Father, because we do not need the approval of man. Father, most of the most of the time, if we get man's approval, we're just uh, we're just looking for something that's not even good. Father, uh, I just pray that we can go out and just be bold for you this week. Father, just uh, just not look for the approval of man. Just look for your approval. Father, and just uh, allow you to flow through us, Father, to uh, to get into somebody else's life. Father, I thank you, I praise you, and I love you. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 And until next time, we'll catch you on the flip side. <laughs> <laughs>